What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Let's quit messing around. We got Keith Bullock Bully. with us now. Bully, what's up? How are you? Cooler, man. Yo, um, I got the Giants, I got the Jets, and I got the Titans. I don't, do, I don't know about like the spreads and all that. I'll let Slay handle that. Yeah, and he will, and I will too. But did you grow up a Giants fan or a Jets fan? Uh, yo, that's a good question. I didn't necessarily grow. I grew up a, a 49ers fan because Ronnie Lott was my favorite player. Oh, uh, yeah. And for those that don't know, you were playing safety back then. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, like 80s, 90s, definitely. But I always rooted for the Giants because uh, how could you not? Like, the Giants was, was crazy. Like, But I, I wouldn't say that. Like, you know, when it came down – to Giants 49ers, I'm pulling for the 49ers, but the Giants knocked Joe Montana out. Actually made Joe Montana. He they helped Steve Young take over for Joe Montana because so after Joe got hurt, he uh, went to the Kansas City Chiefs, and then yep. um, you know I kind of kind of went to the Raiders because then Bo Jackson. You know I kind of was just like a, a a fan of players. You know that's kind of how I gravitated. But the Giants, you could not help but watch the um, and like the New York Giants unless. You were a Jets fan. I just remember growing up, man, in elementary school, all my friends that were Jets fans used to come to school mad as hell on Monday because the Jets, <laughs> <laughs> Jets was always losing, man. Like, they was, like, really, 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 really mad because they was, like, fans. So, like, it's crazy. But in, in New York, aren't most people Giants fans compared to Jets fans? Depends on where you live. Like, oh, okay. uh, in Jersey, in Jersey, yeah, like, in Jersey and on um, – you know, in three of the boroughs, yes, and I say that's Manhattan, the Bronx, and Harlem. But once you cross the Brooklyn Bridge, you go into Queens. That's where the uh, Jets used to be. So you got Long Island, Brooklyn, and Queens, and they kind of mesh a little bit. Uh, yeah, so it's a split. It's like Mets and Yankees. However, that divides is a split. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Keith Bullock, Tennessee Sports Hall of Famer. Props, congrats. Appreciate well you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Now, uh, now as a member, we got we got work on Slay getting in there. <laughs> nah, he, he, he told me he was leaving the crack in the door. <laughs> yeah, nah, for sure. I think it was uh, super cool to see uh, Big John Henderson, a local legend, and went on and yeah. did some big things with the Jacksonville Jaguars, UT, um, come back and get inducted in and see all his um, people and family there to induct him. And, you know, I definitely, now that I'm inducted, I get to go anytime. So I'll definitely be there to when Big Slay <laughs> gets in um, because just like he represented for me, I'll definitely be there to represent for him. I, you know, I you know, in the back of the room, as soon as they, as soon as he went up there, I waited till everybody got quiet. Guess what I told him? Boy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard you. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, there was a Monday night game in New Orleans where ca the car had no roof, and that, yeah. that, that was Keith Bullock picking off Drew Brees three times. Um, wh what did you see on film going into that game? Did you think you could have that kind of game? Did you see something? Yeah, man. So they used to do, they ran a two, they would always go uh, 
two running backs in the backfield that they would feature Deuce McAllister and Reggie Bush, you know, to kind of throw you off, uh, which was a good thing. And then they would play um, Marcus Colston in the slot. And they had this play um, where they would always run number two vertical and then number one, you know, come in on the dig late. They had that play. And then they had another play where Drew Brees um, would let <clears throat> the number two cross the face of the linebacker and cover two, and he would always throw it. So on that first one, I just timed it out, and I broke when um, the wide receiver broke, and I was able to uh, catch that. And then the, sec- the last one, actually, the second one was a tip, so I just it was fortunate, right place, right time. But then the last one, I let the um, wide receiver cross my face, and I speed turned and made the play. Sometimes you got to bait um, good players into – making mistakes so uh i was able to do that and you know what you study so many i study you know all the time and watch so much film and it's really really rare that you know you're in that position because i'm ready to make those plays every game you know there's games i could have three picks every game if they just throw the ball like you know what i'm saying (laughs) um uh, but yeah exactly i was just fortunate enough that uh you know i was able to make that those plays actually happen and i just don't think that uh Drew Brees did his study in that week, to be honest. He tried. Me. Yeah, like he was just robotic. Like he was just going through. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I tried to do a speed turn yesterday. It didn't work out well. <laughs> I was just going to ask him, how many linebackers are doing speed turns? Like, I, yeah, I, I, you know, I played deep. I played DB. And, uh, I know. All the way up until my sophomore year. So when it came to covering and stuff, people were like, you have more interceptions than I have sacks. And that's because, one, you know, I remember I used to ask Schwartz, "How come you never let me blitz?" He's like, "Why am I gonna Why am I gonna waste you in pass rush when I have Vandenbosch, uh, Hainsworth, and I have guys that can get upfield and get after the quarterback?" You know, he's like, "Use you better in pass coverage." So that made more sense. Um, so yeah, man, I just uh, I know I would have definitely excelled. Uh, my career kind of would have taken even more of a, I think, upward swing um, if I hadn't got hurt because that's when the league started the trend where it was I didn't have to play in the box too much and bang, you know, Jerome Bettis, Corey yeah. Dillon, them type dudes, you know what I'm saying? I could kind of – Jamal Lewis, you know, Jamal Lewis, man. Oh, my God. I remember him when he was a freshman. I was like, he was bigger than me. He was bigger than Sean Bryson, who was the fullback, and was bigger than me, who was the middle linebacker. That's how big J. Lou was, bro. And I remember all camp because we played them the first game of the year and we didn't have no yeah. tape on them. And I remember my uh, Coach Ripon, um, that was my linebacker coach. You know how coaches be. You guys, if you don't take this serious, this freshman is going to run the ball up your ass all day. Like, yo, so he had us ready to go. But, like, that first play, they got the ball first. J. Lou and that, and that dot. With them triceps, I was like, oh, Lord. They're going to do. I was just about to ask you, too, man. Like, we always talk about guys, and we're going to get to the game. I always talk about guys adapting to this this style of play that it is now. You almost would have been even more suitable for what's going on right now in this day and age, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nah, for sure, man. Um, This is really seven on seven. You know, it's seven yeah. on seven, and if you're physical to the point and you're good in, in space, then you're, you're good money. Like, I felt like that was one of the things. I was very good in space. I was long. I was rangy. And then, um, you know, being able to be a DB and really get coached 
at defensive back for two years at the collegiate level and then know how to, you know, I learned the game from the back to the front, you know. So even if I go, if I'm privy to watch a practice, I watch it all the way standing in the back like a DB coach because I could see the whole thing. So um, where most linebackers, linebackers, coaches, and coaches watch it from the side, that's how I always see it. So I was always able to help young safeties and understand um, how safeties fit into the run front. And when I got here, Samari Roll um, helped me learn how to play with the corner as a linebacker, where I never even thought that was a thing. So, wow. you know, it's good to know, like, the space around you. So obviously, yeah. you know, I can control Albert. I can control KGB. Then it's me. And then I got my corner on the outside of my safety. So, you know, that's how I played my whole side of the field. I know it's a little in-depth, but that's where I was with it. Oh, that's, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Keith Bullock with us. Uh, all right, Titans win. How? Let's see, something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here, ma'am. Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Oh, yo, first game of the season, man. You throw everything out the window. You got to look for the matchups. You know, uh, yeah. they always say it starts with the, in the trenches, and it absolutely does because, obviously, the Titans, their offensive line did great in the preseason, but preseason is preseason. Throw the film out. Now you got a real D line out, out there. You got a New Orleans crowd that's been ready to go. Uh, everybody's jacked up and excited, so I think if – one, the Titans come out and able to run the ball. Of course, that'll be great. But if the Saints are able to stop the run, the next matchup, you go to the outside because Lattimore is a dog for the Saints at corner. And, you know, that's going to be the matchup I anticipate when it's man-to-man situations with DeAndre Hopkins because they're going to have to use that extra player in the box to stop King Henry. And I, I anticipate the Titans want to take their shots man-to-man early to see how those matchups are going to um, work out. You know, and then you go to the Titans defensive side of the ball. You got to win up front um, because you don't want to give Derek Carr time. I'm not a believer in Derek Carr. I think, you know, just to just put it out there, I think the Titans are going to win because I think Tannehill is a better quarterback than Derek Carr, and I'll get to that um, at the end. But the defense has to get after Derek Carr. Don't let him get comfortable because he got two um, dogs on the outside when it comes to Alave, and you got Thomas coming back. Alave is smooth, fast, and he can make plays. I think at the wide receiver, when you talk about Alave and Thomas and you talk about Hopkins and Burke, I think um, the Saints have the upper hand because we ain't really see the full potential of a trailing Burke because he's been hurt a little last year. And he hasn't been able to spread his wings where Chris Olave got out there and really did his thing and it showed his full package. So those are the matchups I'm looking at. And then, look, 
at the end of the game, if it's close, it's going to come down to whoever makes the least mistakes and has the least turnovers. But matchups is always key. Um, and there's one more, actually, I'm looking for, too, is um, how we can – if we can win on offense in the slot. Like if Chig can win or if um, whoever our number three um, receiver can win, we're going to need them to win and um, – you know, see how they get Tajay Spears into it. Because I think they could do a two-back set kind of similar to the way I said the Saints were using McAllister and Reggie Bush, yeah. keep um, King Henry in the backfield. And then if you motion Spears in the, in, out, of, uh, out of the run front, more than likely the, off the defense is going to be in base where you have three linebackers on the field and now you got Spears against uh, linebackers. So just watch for matchups tomorrow, uh, on Sunday. It'll be real cool, real interesting. It's the first game, so – you don't really know what to expect. Maybe we can all get together. We'll come to hang out at Just Love, and then we'll go watch some football. <laughs> yeah, now nah, we got to go where, where the bruise is flowing a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll right teach y'all the breakfast, though, if y'all come over. Yeah, we'll do breakfast, uh, kegs and eggs. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, KB, love it, man. Thank you, brother. Nah, I appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Uh, all right, buddy. at Cable53 on Twitter. Yeah, Just Love over in McEwen. That's where you'll find him. Got to slide through. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. 